welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to the show, folks. Uh, hey, I'm recording this the day before the premiere of Women Want Everything, uh, which obviously will be a big day uh, for me. Uh, it is officially sold out. I've already heard of multiple people who uh, were try- planning on getting tickets and didn't. Well, you know, I, I warned you. Uh, sold out. Uh, actually, literally was just on uh, just on Facebook and seeing there's a warning that people are scamming and pretending they have tickets for the premiere to sell, trying to uh, scalp them. Uh, but they are scammers, not legitimate. Uh, guess it doesn't matter because the premiere already happened when you're listening to this. So either you saw it, you didn't. Uh, most of you, I'm sure, did not. Well, because judging from the ratings, uh, we could not fit you all in a theater or a, a movie plex, maybe. Uh, it's it's going well, folks. I love it. Top one half percentile. 0.5%. Kind of looks weird when you see that graphic, but it's a good thing. Um, so yeah, women want everything. I'll keep you updated on when you can actually stream it for those of you not lucky enough to be in the area to watch the premiere. Uh, and what else? What else? What else? Make sure you're watching the Dads and Drinks show. Subscribe to that YouTube channel uh, for some good, fun content. Um, today's episode is with Kevin Goatee. He's a stand-up comic. He's a show host, podcaster, um, all-around funny guy. He's done a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff. Um, we talk pretty much about all of it, I think. Uh, his uh, big current project, or his biggest, he is he's kind of like me, but you know, probably funnier. Uh, but his biggest current project is uh, the podcast Gutting the Sacred Cow, um, which they they talk about films that are kind of widely beloved. Or oh, actually, I've got his... Oh, why, there we go. I've got his criteria for the films. And widely beloved. See, I pay attention. Critically acclaimed or financially successful. A very fun podcast um, before and then after I talked to him. I've, I've gotten caught in a whirlwind of, of uh, his old episodes. Mostly focusing on movies I didn't love because that's, you know, what the guest in that show tries to... Well, he'll explain it better than me. So listen to the podcast. Uh, before that, let me quickly pay a few bills and then you can enjoy Kevin Goatee and me. So folks, let me tell you about Flaviar. Flaviar, this is the club you'll be telling all your friends about. Taste exciting craft and premium spirits. Access exclusive drinks and learn the ways of a true whiskey aficionado. All of a sudden, you'll find yourself with a personal home bar from the best of bourbon, scotch, rum, gin, or tequila, and heaps of stories to tell. Use the link in the show notes below so they know you're a listener of the Jeff Macalino podcast so you can get the discount that comes along with being such a valued member of the worldwide community.
Hey folks, you know I talk about mental health on this podcast a lot. Uh, with my own struggles, uh, a lot of times I talk to guests about their struggles. And uh, that being said, I uh, want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether that's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professional professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. As a bonus, you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Macalino. That's BetterHelp.com slash M-A-C-O-L-I-N-O. All right, everybody, I am very pleased to welcome Kevin Goatee to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Kevin? Doing well, sir. How's it going with you? Uh, it's it's going well. It's, uh, yeah, I, I I feel like I look like death because I, I haven't slept much the, the, the last few days. But, uh, you know, we're going to rock and roll with it. How many times have people told you you look like Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down? Uh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. I was uh, shooting my first, uh, I was a lead in a feature film that shot last year. It's actually premiering in a couple weeks. And uh, the, you know, nobody knows who I am. And they, the cinematographer is like, Eastbound and Down. I, I'm sorry, I don't know your name, but you, Kenny Powers, can you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know you're talking to me. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. Nice. I, I was him for Halloween uh, last year, not uh, 2021. I think I was him for Halloween. What so did that I, entail? Just getting a baseball jersey and growing the mullet out just a little more? Yeah, I grew it in the back. That's basically it. I just grew it in the back, and uh, I got a uh, uh, God. What was it? Uh, the Mermen, Myrtle Beach Mermen. I think was the name of his team. I've never watched a show. I, I oh. keep hearing. I keep hearing about it. I know it's on the list. I got to get to it, but it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely on the list. Yeah, so. well, it it was great for me because it's light blue. It's like the same as like the Rays Sunday jersey. So right. I just wear it to Rays games, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm I feel like I'm supporting the team, but I'm also you know wearing a Kenny Powers jersey. So yeah, I yeah. I get it a lot at this point. It's it's um, it's I'm like I just at some point I want to play like his little brother in a movie. Like I I just need to get to that point. That would that would be like you know. Uh, doing an Arby's commercial and, and being Danny McBride's little brother. Those are like the two goals. I could die <laughs> happy if I get. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. My really, really high, you know, high marks. Uh, I, I, I think uh, speaking of goals, I think yours, uh, one of yours is to host a game show, correct? You better believe it. 
Yeah, that's. I don't think I'd have the energy to do that. Oh, come on, <laughs> you don't ever have the balls or desire to say in a brand new car. Uh I mean, I feel like they'd have to like pay me in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you not seen Rod Roddy in his in his stout collection of jackets? <laughs> in the prices right uh, rumor has it he also had a penchant for young boys and made a lot of trips to thailand but that's uh not substantiated claim so but that's the heavy rumor oh that's a <laughs> that's a hell of a rumor isn't it <laughs> that's that's not one you want going around about <laughs> well the man the, the man's dead he can't sue but again allegedly i'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that but that was the uh I heard that you know it's one of those rumors you hear more than like twice, like the Richard Gear gerbil in the ass. Yep. You're like, you know what? You're hearing it more than a couple of times. Something, something's cooking. Yeah, poor Richard Gear. I feel like I have friends who don't even could not point him out on a screen. But I, if yeah, you make I, a comment about a gerbil, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I can point him out very easy. I'll point him out and go, "That's the guy who fucked Cindy Crawford at her absolute prime." He was a uh, what? A, he kind of. I, I don't, I'm trying to think. You know movies a, a, a lot more than I do. I feel like he was just a stud who I've watched most of his movies like recently, kind of. But he just did. He just kind of stop acting at a certain point, or oh no, well, he's made he's made stuff since. I mean, a lot. I don't know of a lot, but. Uh, I guess when you've made that many films, you've got that much money. He's older; he doesn't have the need to to jump and stuff. But it's, yeah, I I think he's I think he's doing all right. I think he can chill out with the uh, with the acting. He doesn't have to go out and take every job. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's um, now uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're gonna get me started on a on a rant I had earlier about podcasting. Um, oh cool! Oh cool! <laughs> Well, and you could probably re relate to this because you've been podcasting. I mean, the the funny thing is I had someone who who was relatively new in the podcast realm. And they're like, oh, well, you're an old seasoned veteran. I'm like, I started in February of 2021. Um, I've been regular about doing episodes. So I've done a lot, but I, I don't... Less than two and a half years, I don't consider that a uh, a veteran necessarily. No, um, no, 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 no. I, 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 yeah, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're right in, in assuming that that's not really a, uh, yeah, a fair, a fair. You don't know. You don't have to earn that crusty veteran kind of, uh, kind of touch. No mo moniker. I'll change my word to that. Moniker would be a better one. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think. I, I, I like to view it as like I'm still brand new. I know I'm not brand new, but it's like you know, it's like like Wander Franco. Like you know, mm -hmm. he he's been around a little bit, but he's still in the you know, not even to his prime yet. <laughs> no, you're right. It's uh, yeah, man. That guy's got the the world by the balls. He'll be he'll be doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I was ranting about uh celebrities uh today about celebrities who start podcasts and i'm like can't they just i think it started with a rant about uh uh guardians of the galaxy and all mm -hmm. of the star power who had like one voiceover line in the movie yeah. i'm like pete davidson does he need what he gets paid 10 grand to say three words 
in a ten. Man, do you think he's probably... got a bed for ten grand? No, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. no, he's not. Let's 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 get that right out of the out of the gate. He's not getting out of bed for anything less than fifty. I, I yeah. gotta assume. I have and, to assume. And, and he said, I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, because you don't know it's him until you see his name in the credits. I think he said three words. <laughs> like, cool. It's like, what? but that's Come a, on. but to be fair, that, that that's that that's pretty much the load that he can handle. Not the most, <laughs> not 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 one of the most verbose or even really funny fellas I find. I could, you know, whatever. I could, who am I to judge? But you know, whatever. I, not a not a fan, but good for him. And I good would for agree. His, and, good for, and good for his penis. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. God, what a charmed life. Like, I mean, right. He seems like he doesn't give a shit. He he doesn't really seem to have discernible talent. Um, I right. give everybody in in stand up. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. There are two things that make me shut off like specials. One is politics when it's like more of a like a uh, everyone clap and applaud me for being a good person for my beliefs. That that I'm not interested in. The other is. When you're just not funny, like I'll give you so much. Pete Davidson, I can't, I can't watch him. It, no, he's he's just not good. <laughs> like, and I, I, you know, I, I feel like you know, I, I've done a lot of open mics, and I feel like he would fit right. Oh, in. so you de you definitely have a <laughs> a veritable opinion then, being your open mic veteran. Well, I feel like he'd fit right in. Right? <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. But but that's yeah. where I feel like that's where his skill level is as a as a stand up. It's like he's he's fucked a lot of hot chicks, but he I don't. There's no real structure to anything. He he doesn't really have punchlines. He just kind of he annoys me. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, write him a fan letter. Tell him that. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And stop. Again, my point was, I'm like, you know, how many people would kill themselves to get that that small little three th three word uh, part in Guardians of the Galaxy You're and, not and they give it to the dick like that. And then I started going off on Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes for starting a podcast that's one third advertisements. And I'm like, you don't have enough money. You don't have enough money. You have to now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, listen. You can't, you can't blame them. <laughs> strike while the iron is hot. Uh, when you have yeah. a third, if you're having a, a third of your podcast is advertising, people are still sticking around. That means your shit is really good and funny, and you got to pay bills. You got to make it worth their time. So I'm not. Uh, I understand that. I understand your argument just as well. Uh, we all want to get paid, though. Let's be real. That's why we're doing this. We're not doing this for you know. God and country or Greenpeace. So let's be real. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, it's pure jealousy. There's no, and I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world because I listened to at least a third of those episodes because it is a good show. I'll skip the hell through the, the ads, but I'm, I'm very much a, uh, I tell everyone, just listen to indie podcasts. Do not listen to these. And every day I listen to Adam Carolla. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, I, I I listen to indie podcasts also, but I'm I'm a hypocrite. I do the same damn thing as what I tell people not to do. Um, so you know, it's just it's just jealousy. It's it's just you know what it is. 
I, I'm just not as famous as Jason Bateman. Uh, and, you know, that <laughs> nor as funny. <laughs> uh, maybe he's talented. Jason Bateman's talented. He you can't seems, get that either. Yeah. If, if he's up there, maybe yeah. you'd, you'd get that accolades too. I don't know. Uh, same goes for me. Yeah. You have uh, a fun, I don't know if fun's the right word, but I, I, yeah, no, you do have a fun podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like fun podcast. Well, that's like somebody saying, "Oh, you know, she's 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 nice. Like she, you know, she's cute. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's all it's fine." Well, I was I was gonna say, but so I have a hard time because it's it's gutting the sacred cow. Yeah. So so it's fun is a hard description for a podcast that is that is kind of intended to. Well, got the sacred. Cow. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it is a fun thing to listen to, but it, it's maybe not the best descriptive term. Um, uh, I, I let, let me let, let me let me let me jump in. I will say insanely unique because what I'm doing, yeah. done, is I've taken a, a surefire, but often abused theme, and that's movie reviews and movie debate. But I've made it so differently that people go, oh, okay. Like when I describe the podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow, which is this. we I invite guest podcasters or comics or musicians or whatever people I find interesting to come on my podcast and try and convince us, my, my co-host and myself, why a certain film they find is overrated or they hate. But here is the twist. The film must meet one of these criteria. Widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. So you can't come on and say, well, Friday the 13th Part 8, that's a real piece of shit. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> so we're given a platform to people who have unpopular opinions about some of our most popular films of all time. Like people have tried to come on and legitimately try to, you know, eviscerate Back to the Future, Grease, The Matrix, Die Hard, Vertigo is this current week's episode. Animal House. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest coming up with, with Dr. Drew next week. We're taping that one. Uh, Batman Begins, Batman Be uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Avengers Endgame, Black Panther, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Goonies, uh, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump. A oh. lot of people come on and try to take these down. Some are successful. Some I'm like, eh, I'm not going to die on the hill for this. Some I'm like, no, you're a fucking asshole this film is fantastic i yeah there, there's got to be some that it's like i don't even want to re record the episode <laughs> i would think ju just from my end like if someone's like i'm gonna tell you why goodfellas is a horrible movie i'd be like fuck you i'm not even talking to you it's no, not no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no 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 that's what i want to hear yeah. is that no that's exactly good but no one by the way no one has had the audacity to try and mm. take down goodfellas yet that's one of our uh i call it on the bulletproof list that is on there. Godfather's on there. There's also a lot that Shawshank. have fallen off. Shawshank. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of films I thought that would never, ever fall victim. I thought never thought Die Hard would ever fall victim. I never thought The Dark Knight would ever fall victim. Mm. But it's you're, you'd be surprised. People go, oh, Back to the Future or Jaws. I'm like, what? Absolutely. Let's go. So that's uh, that happens. Yeah, no, and I'm I'm I I discovered it relatively recently your podcast, but yeah, I'm I'm Thanks. like, man, I need to I need to keep going through and finding because I'm I'm like, part of me is like I want to change my mind, and then some of the movies you mentioned, I'm like, 
See, I don't like that movie either. So that'll help my argument if I listen to that yeah. episode. <laughs> well, even even for those f- people that we don't agree with, there's a lot of time. There's plenty of times where I'll say, you know what, you've gotten me to drop my score like a half point or a point because you made a lot of good points. So, a perfect example: we just did the game not long ago. I loved it. Still like it. But there's just way too much. And if you listen to the podcast, one of my favorite things to say is that doesn't happen, (laughs) which which is and and this is not like, oh, the Matrix shit doesn't happen or, oh, Thanos can snap his fingers and half the universe disappear. No, whatever kind of constraints you create as a a screenwriter in science fiction or anything, stuff like that. That's that's completely fine and, and, and within boundaries. But when you try and pass off random occurrences that that in the film that no one ever buys in real life like perfect example my co-host kevin israel uh well former he still pops on here and there i think the quintessential one is this how many movies have you seen where you get where someone gets into a strange car they pull the sun visor down and the keys fall under the lap that doesn't happen like no one does that there's a and that's and that's some things that have a lot in, the, in even in the game like you know a lot of crazy shit's gonna happen, but there's one scene that jumped out at me where they're in the he's with the the girl, and these people pull up and they're shooting at the house, but they're shooting real bullets. You think they're shooting blanks if it's a game? No, they're real bullets. You see wood <laughs> splintering everywhere. You take out plenty of innocent bystanders, and then of course at the very end after she poisons him or and then or, or drugs him and he passes out they throw him in a trunk in a car to mexico and at the very end he goes oh that was all right i guess want to get coffee at the airport like no <laughs> that doesn't happen stop it the yeah i i i got a little sad thinking that even breaking bad pulled out the the keys in the in the uh visor uh that that makes me kind of sad that they <laughs> that they, Listen, that it's, they did it's, that. It's, it's yeah it's still the greatest tv show in the history of mankind no one can ever oh, yeah. get me to change my mind if they have one little one or two little flubs here and there in an otherwise flawless telling of a story that just enraptures you with fantastic characters and scintillating dialogue i'll let it slide yeah have you uh have you broadened it to uh if, I have to think somebody out there is like, no, I can tell you why Breaking Bad sucks. They're wrong. Let's be clear. They're they're very wrong. But <laughs> have yeah. you broadened it from films to TV as well? I never got this question until last week. And now I've gotten it for the three times in a row. People asking about, well, what about TV? Here's a simple answer why I won't do TV. I can watch a movie for an hour and 45 minutes. But mm. I sure as shit, I'm not going to watch nine seasons of The Office to figure out is this good or not? By the way, the office is good. It sucks after Carell leaves, but yeah, 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 it's, yeah. That's another that's another show for someone else to create, not me. So, no, I only do movies. That's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I I need to uh, I need to go through, and I guess that yeah, that makes a lot of sense from a show prep perspective. It's not necessary that you've seen every one of these movies ahead. Well, it is necessary you've seen them ahead of time, but not ahead of scheduling. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I've uh, we, we obviously we rewatch every one of them, hence why you, I write all these damn jokes and bullet points and such. Um, some of them I don't even need to watch again because I've seen them so many goddamn times because I love them, but I do anyway. And some of some of them, people 
who know me know that they're gonna uh, these films I've avoided, and they're gonna they're gonna take pleasure out of annoying the shit out of me by making me watch them for the first time. Like Joanne Dosinski, uh, a, a great gal. She's on Morning with Bill and uh, Joanne. I'll give her a shout out. She takes great pleasure making me watch films that she knows I'm going to hate. Like she knows <laughs> I hate musicals. She made me watch Grease for the first time. I haven't seen Grease until until two years ago for the first time. Wow. Um, yeah, other people make uh, choose films that I know. It's just like, oh, someone's going to choose this, and it's just going to be eventually. And uh, Joanne's queen of that. So, But, yeah, there's a lot of things I haven't seen. You know, a lot of things I haven't seen in a, in a long, long time. Some things I'm like, all right, this is a good excuse to watch it. And, uh, like, Lawrence of Arabia, I, haven't seen, I never saw that. I go, all right, cool. It gives me a perfect excuse to watch it. Um, but then, again, like I said, there, there are plenty of films. I'm like, I get to rewatch Point Break again? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's. Do you have a? Uh, is a, a weird thing that popped into my head. Is do you, do you have like movies that it's like I watch this movie at least once a year, or just like maybe not once a year, but every few years. Like I make it a point. That, for me, uh, Office Space is a movie. I'm like I have to watch it at least once a year. Well, like, <laughs> you'll love to know that that was one of the live episodes that we did do with Bill and Joanne. We read it out of the theater. And we watched Office Space in the movie theater, and we did a live episode, and, well, you can listen to hear our thoughts. But, yes, I have plenty of films that I watch at least once a year. I mean, I got to think the original Star Wars trilogy. I got, I know Pulp Fiction's on that list. I end up seeing Goodfellas once a year. Uh, don't be surprised if Point Break gets on there. <laughs> Com Commando, Terminator 2. Mm. Uh, I think I said Point Break, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, why the hell wouldn't I? Uh, let me think. Major League. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's another one. Oh, we're taping Major League in a couple weeks, actually. Uh-oh. Someone <laughs> let, let the cat out of the bag. Uh, let, me, let me think a couple other ones. I'm just going to scroll through my list here that I have. Uh... Back to the Future, obviously. It's a classic. Caddyshack. Duh. It's my favorite film of all time. I really like Mission Impossible Fallout. I've made no secret. I love that goddamn kook Tom Cruise. That uh, that film is fantastic. <laughs> I fucking loved Tom Cruise. Made, bats eight hundred in my book, kids. It's crazy as shit. And funny enough, we just last night taped Risky Business. Oh wow! Yep. Yeah, I I can't disagree on Tom Cruise, but I think I've got a a personality flaw. I like like I understand this is like I feel ashamed to even admit this. I saw the first Mission Impossible. I enjoyed it. When was but, the last time you watched it? Oh, I, probably 15 years ago. Uh, never saw any of the sequels, but uh, I saw I saw the first Fast and the Furious. I hated that. Never saw any of the sequels. Uh, I, I, uh, John Wick. I watched the first 20 minutes. I said, I'm not interested. And everyone says, it's oh, this is the best. And I'm like, I still haven't seen the first one. You're insane. Uh, first, you're insane in many reasons. Number one, yeah, the, yeah, the, mission, the, <laughs> the, mission, the mission Impossible sequels, I uh, they listen, people hate two. I get why they hate two. I like two. I think three is the worst one. Three is the best villain with Fimor, Philip Seymour Hoffman, but the plot mm. plods. Four, five, and six are like, super octane amazing. And you're and John Wick one, two, and three are fan fucking tastic. Four as well. John Wick four also fantastic. You're so wrong on that. It's yeah. an hour and fifty of just straight ass beating. So if you're into that, great. If not, well then, let's. Uh, I, the world needs ditch diggers too. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about action movies sequels. Because, yeah, I enjoyed the first Mission Impossible movie. I just never even bothered to watch the sequels. Like, something in my head was like, eh, I already saw the first one. And I don't know. I, I, I'm not into uh, not into James Bond movies. I mean, I've what? seen... I've seen a ten of them probably. I saw all of Pierce Brosnan's. Oh, not good. I haven't seen one of Daniel Craig's uh, James Bond movies. He's not one. He's the second best Bond film. Bond, Bond of all. Yeah, time. no, I, I've heard good things. It's just like for some reason I'm like, you know, when they make a James Bond movie where he dies at the end, that's when I'll be like, oh fuck, I got to start watching these. Well, uh, they made it, so watch it. Oh well, <laughs> see, I—that's how out of touch I am. But yeah, and it's—it's it's, now on the counter side. I've seen every Marvel movie, so oh like, boy, you—you your 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 free time distribution uh, is not wisely divided. The Marvel films, have, and I haven't seen Guardi Guardians three because I think one is okay at best, and two sucks. I've heard three is amazing, but the last slew of Marvel films. Shang-Chi, boring. Eternals, didn't see, won't Awful. see. Black Awful. Widow, won't see. Uh, Thor 4 was boring. Doctor Strange 2, not that good. I, what else am I missing in the mix for the Marvel? Spider-Man. I was good. No, that was very that, good. That was Yeah, that was the only good one I would that say. That was fantastic. Until Guardians yeah. 3. I, I think that one's good. I didn't see it yet. Uh, but Marvel's if, if you been a didn't slot. like one and two, though, I don't know if you're gonna. <laughs> well, the way it's been shared with me, people are really going gaga uh, of what happened. So and no, and everyone's been kind enough to keep me out of the loop here. So of uh, no, what goes on. So no, no spoilers here. <laughs> Excellent, but yeah, no, um, that's that for uh, the for the film stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I, I need to I need to spend a uh, a week or a weekend just really going through the the action movies and their sequels because i yeah i don't know it, it it's just uh i consider it a character flaw to, to be clear i it's for some reason i just dismiss like ah, i don't I, i've i've seen action movies they're all they're all the same i i don't you know car chases don't excite me um especially i i was probably only Four or five years ago, I saw, oh, God damn it, uh, French Connection. Is that the one with Gene Hackman, that yeah. car chase scene? Yeah. Mm -hmm. After that, I'm like, well, now I can never watch another car chase scene. <laughs> like, Because you thought it was that good? I thought, considering the time it was filmed and everything, like, you know, they didn't have special effects and all that, you know, stuff. I'm like, right. yeah. I'm like, that. that's the most dramatic car chase scene I've ever seen. I, You know, now they'll never excite me again. All right. I still like the the Italian job. The the the, 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 the don't tell me the, the original is so fucking terrible. I never saw the original, but the, the remake one with, I saw in the theater with Marky Mark and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I saw it like whenever it came out in the theater, and I remember walking out uh, unaffected. Let's just say. Yeah, it was fun. It it had it had the worst ending to a movie. The or the <laughs> I watched it with my kids because. They're 10 and 13, so they're at the age where a lot of those, like, PG-13 type movies can now start to be appropriate for them. Right, and right. My, my son's like, oh, I love a heist movie. I love heist movies. He's 10, so, you know, but he's like, but 
the the last scene of this movie, like the last ten seconds, was the cheesiest worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't even remember it, so I'll just, I'll just take your word. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was bad. It was it was tacky. Um, and here I am, someone who now I'll ask you this. Um, I know you, uh, you know, come up with ideas and make things, but have you ever written a screenplay, tried to go that route? I did in college for film school stuff. Um, did got an A in screenwriting. Thank you. No, <laughs> the problem with me is this: is I let my old man deter me from the film career because when I graduated, I thought as soon as you get your diploma, Steven Spielberg would be there, have offering you a chance to be a PA on a film. And my old man says, "All right, well, it's time to get a job." I go, "I want to work in film." He's like, "Yeah, you got to be able to pay the rent." I go, well, I, "I'm from Central Jersey. I have to commute to New York." You know, every day get on the train that costs money is like yeah that's cool get a job and do that at night or on the weekends and go are you kidding me so i got into corporate america and i've uh, i still have my feet in the quicksand here but i am hoping i get a vine to get pulled out or pull myself out sooner than later yeah i uh i feel you there um it's a it is quicksand's a good way to describe it too it's like i i remember uh 23 years old and six months into into my new job they they give me a promotion and you know five ten thousand dollar raise which is back then you know incredible amount of money for for me um and uh, an older woman came up to me who had the same job i got promoted to she said do you love this job and i said no no but it pays better than anything else i can do and she's like quit now i'm like what and and back then i'm like what a bitch like how dare she and now i'm like oh that was the sweetest sagest advice i i ever got and i ignored it and and, and thought she was the problem when it's like oh man if i if i had done that things would have been different i think one way or another <laughs> you think yeah maybe well so the the irony was i worked for the rays from oh god i can't even remember the year oh five to 2010 uh when i was going through college i worked for the rays part-time and knocked up my college girlfriends had to get a real job left there they called and offered me a full-time job uh right when i was getting this promotion but it paid 10 grand less than than what i so i'm like no no i can't i can't do that i got a kid and it, it's like hmm man that you know i was uh i was working there when when like the general managers of like four different major league baseball teams were interns working do, next to me i'm like oh that sucks oh, things, dude. things could have been down. different <laughs> bad lay down yeah it, it's uh but i do uh you know i, I do think uh the the longer you do the corporate stuff the more it just i kills your soul is that <laughs> yeah, do i sound too much the, like peter gibbons from office space <laughs> yeah but the, the, as you said the paychecks are there you're like and now you know i'm i'm 46 so it's like i'm i'm very accustomed to a certain lifestyle that i can never ever go back on plus i have a you know a wife and a kid my wife works but and we do all right but it's 
Yeah, I love I believe me, I keep threatening her. Like, I'm just going to quit and you're just going to support me while I, while I figure this all out. And I have a, I have a, a quasi plan here, but she's like, no, you're not, you know, we're not doing that. So working on it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a tough thing. Uh, yeah, I I I, I, I <laughs> so many people are I I quit my job uh, back in September of 2021. And I'm like, I'm just going to try to cobble. I also had a lot of uh, equity in my house because I was lucky just when I happened to buy the house compared to now the market in St. Pete is, has uh, skyrocketed. Yeah. So I'm like, but I can cobble things together between the podcast. Uh, the initial plan was more comedy, uh, stand-up, and, and writing. And now I'm, you know, last year I mentioned I, I got a lead role in a comedy film that shot here locally. Was it, the, now, Burt, was it the Burt uh, film? No, no. No, I, I wish. I, I would, uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had some bad drunk moments on, probably not on this podcast, on the, I have a show that I started on YouTube, the, the Dads and Drinks show. And uh, I went off on a rant about Burt Kreischer. Um, because I'm, again, I'm just jealous. There's no, I, I'm jealous because his reputation of just being a heavy drinker and all this stuff. And I'm like, I could drink that motherfucker under the table easily. He's not even in my league as an alcoholic, way better comedian. I'm not in his league in comedy, but, <laughs> but he's all, he's from Tampa. So I'm like, hey. I know that's, that, that's why I guess that. Yeah, no, I, I wish that would be, uh. Yeah, that was Mark Hamill and uh, and Bert Kreischer in that movie. That they, they he he got some star power for for the machine. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it it actually premieres the same weekend. Uh, the end As of this your month. Film? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that till now. So, I... well, looks like Bert wins round seven. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> but no, I I I think. Um... I think I I think I think we could be drinking buddies if we ever met. You yeah, know. of course. Why not? Yeah, we're we're both dumb alcoholics who have no no uh uh not impulse control. Uh What's the part of your brain? Delayed gratification? Yeah, none of that exists. <laughs> that that too. Yeah, it's like I, I I can't, my friends are always like, you can't start gambling because you will become a degenerate gambler. I'm like, probably, and <laughs> but I'll probably, well, <laughs> I'll probably waiting. be good at it. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a problem. I, you know, I, I, I get, I get a pizza. I want the whole pizza. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I mean, I, I nah, maybe four <laughs> slices, my max. But uh, you got. No, you that, don't man. want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't have the tablets anymore. I was able to do that back in the day, knock one of those back, and not feel re repercussions. But yeah, again, forty six. Those uh, those days are gonzo. Yeah. Well, you 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 look better than me, and I'm thirty. Uh, how old am I? Thirty six. Oh, you're right. I do look better than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're uh, you're uh, thinner. You're you're uh, you know you you look alive. I I look like a corpse. Um, at this point, I, I might play Danny McBride's dad in ten years. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I kind of have like the Pete Davidson gray effect going on in my face right now. I need to turn my lights down. <laughs> and in your and, and in your pants as well. <laughs> he's got to have. He's got to have a great hog, right? See, see, that's a, that's one of those other rumors that you keep hearing so many times. You're like, well, it's got to be true if you hear from eight different sources that, you know, he he's he's slinging a baby's arm down there. Yeah, I well. I always think that looking at Kim Kardashian's body, you've you've got to have some length to to I you know I feel like the I don't know yeah Kim Kardashian I mean, come have sex with me once and I'll <laughs> well it's like that scene in American Pie remember how they have Natasha Lyonne go uh, what's his face Finch pays her off to tell everybody that she's banged he banged a uh of someone's mom. And yeah. of course, it miraculously comes full circle when he gets still for his mom. All that, when women talk like that and they go like, hey, you know what? He's got a huge hog. Like that travels like wildfire. So all, all what's her face? Ariana Grande had to do was just say that, put it in the ether. And every woman who was just looking for that dick just put up the old antenna and made their pitch and, and, and got in his DMs and voila. You know, they've got nines and tens in his inbox. Like... Come on down and bring that fucking, you know, bring the 10 inches down in your, uh, and wear a pair of wind pants so you don't chafe on the flight. <laughs> and, see, uh, see, come on down. See, now I'm going about my whole career wrong, trying to, you know, do good things and, and be successful. I just need to figure out how to get an A-list hottie to date me publicly for a very short amount of time and then just let it be known and then... I'll be I'll be swimming in pussy, right? That's how it works. Right? <laughs> ain't that ain't and, that and the deal? Then I'll get paid fifty grand to say three words in a Marvel movie. I, I just that's I th I think that's I think that's a pretty smart career path. So uh, I don't know I don't know what uh, a list female celebrities are single right now, but you know, slum it with me for like a few weeks, just in front of the paparazzi. I'm sure your wife will love to hear that. <laughs> oh, I'm divorced. I can. <laughs> oh, well then, by all means, carry on, my uh, my, my alcoholic son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got no, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I've got the kids half the time. So that, that's, that's. I, I used to have the, uh, the joke that I, I lived uh, a, a schizophrenic life half the time i was danny tanner half the time i was bob saggett and <laughs> let's just hope end up you, you don't end up like bob saggett yeah yeah i'm like now i can't really go that way anymore <laughs> i mean feel like i'm just asking for it <laughs> uh, well listen at least you got the uh the freedom to go out and uh hang out in downtown st pete and meet all those fine ladies running around there because that's uh again that's a treasure trove i, I was uh noticing a lot of Oh yeah. It's a man, it it's a it's a great city. It's I, I've said I'm like you I've got, where I'm located is like a couple miles from your favorite ballpark, Tropicana Field. <laughs> uh and I'm five to ten minutes away from downtown, ten minutes away from the beach. I'm like, that's yeah. a that's that's not a bad <laughs> Yeah, dude. Go hang out at Jimmy B's, get off the stupid podcast and go out there and meet some uh, strange tonight. Yeah, I've 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 had qu quite a few quite a few nights. 
<laughs> at that establishment. Nice. Yeah, that's a uh, man. Yeah, see, I, I live in paradise. That's that is part of uh, a. Uh, that's a, that's part of what a lot of people consider my problem is they're like, well, you got to be able to go to L.A. or New York if you want to be an actor. And I'm like, well, first of all, I have kids here. I'm not going to just leave them. No. Just my own personal, you know, principles, of, you know, being a father. I don't think I should just abandon them. Um, that's that's a good that's a good idea. Yeah, it seems it seems wise. I, We'll see how it plays out in the long run. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's like, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. And it's like, but they should come film things here. It's so much better. <laughs> you know, why can't the world revolve around me? Uh, see, now I sound like an unsuccessful Bert Kreischer. That's kind of his... <laughs> um, his deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The world definitely revolves around Bert. Um... And, and you know what? I I really can't hate hate him for that. Now, did you have a you had a fantasy football show, correct? Yes, still do. It's in uh, it's in the metaverse, which I don't know if is existing anymore or not. But it's uh, fantasy football jibber jabber. We had it on YouTube for a bit, then I brought in with this uh, this group called the Joke Community Room, where they do a bunch of stuff comedy wise and uh brought it on there so yeah fantasy football jibber jabber where i like to take things that are established like fantasy football advice like gambling advice and i combine the two of them but this time with jokes because you ever watch nfl pregames they're fucking terrible you ever listen to gambling podcast they're boring uh, the data nerds know what they're talking about but they have the personalities of uh of you know a, a cellophane paper wrapped that's wrapped around your package when you get it from amazon it's it's they're <laughs> terrible so we like to think that we're funnier and uh, we give good information. And uh, that's that's fantasy football jibber jabber. Yeah. Uh, I feel like most of the uh, football shows are 80% fake laughing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know why no you're so content there. I don't know why you're so conservative. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the show. It's just like, ha, 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 ha. Uh, yeah. yeah. The fake laughing is annoying when you watch, and I don't watch pregame shows. You know, that's no, no thanks. Not my not my cup of tea. No, I I gotta. You know what? I gotta stop doing that. And every Sunday during football season, instead of watching pregame shows from eleven to one, I'll watch a Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> now you're talking. You get I mean, to watch. I... You get to watch a guy who's about five foot five run with his arms running like scissors. And, and saving the world while staying on an Apple box to a co-host who's about five foot ten, <laughs> six foot three, whatever, and watch him does that man's credit. He hustles and runs his ass off and does all crazy shit. And, you know, I think the new one, he jumps off a bike in a, over a cliff. No CGI, no nothing. But that's Jesus. the magic of Tom Cruise. That is for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. much, much time better spent than the, uh, than Watching NFL Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan laugh at each other. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tom Cruise filmed a lot of Top Gun in Clearwater, which is right here by St. Pete. Um, but he now did? I, I, thought, I thought they filmed that over in California because my brother is, is, is uh, one of his best friends is in the Navy out there. And they shot a bar, shot a scene where he's an extra and funny story. He was he was in the scene and Tom Cruise looks over and grabs a PA and goes, who is that? 
And he and uh, PA goes, my, my brother's friend goes, uh, what's your name? He goes, Todd. He goes, that's Todd, Tom. He goes, tell Todd he's in my line of sight. And oh. walked away. <laughs> he's, so, a, yeah. he's intense all the time, isn't he? Yeah. And th- yeah, the, the, the rumor that he goes, yeah, he's a little dude, man. But again, charisma is all hell. Charismatic is all hell and, and fucking makes great talented. Films. Yeah. No, I, I had uh, I had a guy on the podcast who's six one. And he was he was going to be in uh, Minority Report, right? Uh, well, I think he was in Minority Report as a background, but he was going to do a scene, and he stood up, and they're like, "Nope, nope." I'm 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 six two, so I guess that means Me too. I, I won't have a I won't have a shot in the world with making a Tom Cruise film, will I? No, I don't. I, I don't think I could. Um, I, I don't think he would appreciate. Me. I think he's he's so intense I think he'd be like and I and and let's be clear I've never been drunk or unprofessional on a set I I, want to make that clear but I just feel like my whole lifestyle he'd just sense it and be like I don't I'm not vibing with this and again to six two we'd be giants compared to him so I think he'd just be like Nah, I don't want this ogre on on screen with me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not. Danny McBride, who I'm crossing my fingers for, not not Tom Cruise. Even though Tom Cruise guaranteed hit. Yeah, absolutely. And that got his, and, that got his a miss. And Top Gun Maverick. Interestingly enough, I I used to argue that Top Gun wasn't a good movie. The, the original done on this very podcast yeah uh, but i'm guessing has anyone said top gun maverick is not a good movie because i i don't it seems like the most universally loved movie in a while because one one word and one word only nostalgia that's why it, it plays all the same notes that the first one did it doesn't do anything to rock the boat and again it's just nostalgia so I guess, I guess, but but again, I didn't even like the first one, so that's where I'm like, really, you're one of those, well, one of the few. Well, I, I'm. It was fine. It was just like, eh, it, it's a movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's my opinion about most movies. All right. Well, <laughs> eh, actually, it's that, a movie. That, that's a, that sounds like an opinion about all movies where you come out and go, eh, it was a movie. That's a good point. That should. be i'm gonna i'm gonna start writing reviews in the first line yeah it was a movie yeah <laughs> i mean that it's not false um right but no i've been i've been i've been so much more into uh we're, we're we've shifted right back into movies uh i've been so much more into like finding the the independent movies on like prime mm-hmm. and, and just being like you know, I really appreciate on a shoestring budget what they what they did with this film. Um, so I guess I'm I'm becoming a stuck up snob. Is that probably probably the no <laughs> no that sounds about right to me as I do the same. So yeah, that that's that's a shout out to a, a movie called Icon that was filmed in St. Pete, and I watched it. And I'm like, I can't believe, and the subject matter is not exactly like in what I would like, but I watched the whole movie. I'm like, I can't believe how well done this was. 
for a movie that had to have a really small budget. Uh, plus, I just like being like, I know that place. I've been there. So, yeah, that's that's. Uh, hey, if they're shooting another movie in St. Pete, I hope they give me a call. Although, again, it couldn't be the same movie because I'm not a high school kid. Um, have you have you ever uh, tried to uh, to? I, I know you've done some acting. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> well, is it is it something you you want to do, or is it something you're like? I guess I'll do it. If it... I'll get it's, it's an I'll guess I'll do it. Interesting. Yeah, it's if someone to say, do you want to be in a movie or do you want to do something? Like I'm always like, yeah, let's see what's up. I'll I'll give anything a shot. So, um, but I'm not out actively pursuing. I'm not going to. I haven't been to any auditions in a long, long time. Um, I'm focusing on voiceover stuff in that regard but more of the podcast than anything else and the and these shows trying to pitch these shows and and see what's up yeah and uh is um comics watching comics is that still in production or it's actually going to be brought back in the metaverse uh, oh yeah again if it's not yeah it is and the guys i work with are trying to get a a, a budget here and we can I love to bring it back, but all the old episodes will come back in the metaverse as soon as they finish editing up stuff. So, yeah, nice. I, I'm looking to get that on a lot bigger, grander scale with bigger names. So, you know, in the meantime, go to the joke community room in the metaverse. If, again, if it's still there, that's what the rumors are saying. It's going to be taken apart sooner or later. But, yeah, it, it's it's there now. Oh, we'll be there. I'm sorry. It's got to get uploaded. Yeah, it is. um is is the uh and this is not political by any means but is the the way the internet's going with uh deplatforming people and stuff like that is does that ever weigh into and I'll 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 relate it to myself and go from there is um I I've I've had uh I I mentioned the Dads and Drink show that I started on YouTube and I think this episode seven is coming out this week and i think three of them now have been able to be monetized because of content or uh something else that was not uh acceptable by youtube standards so does does um does the again i'm not trying to start a whole like does wokeness ruin comedy but does does the yes does that <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it does it, it does it weigh how much does it weigh on you when you're doing something when starting a, a project a lot i have to i have to watch what i say or what guests say in the podcast and go well that was funny as fuck but i can't hear that um with comics with comics a lot of stuff was done a while ago so when that resurfaces some people may go i don't really like what they said that what was said then you know some things that were even said then were a bit, a bit rough for being said even then. So yeah. whatever that was, that was the whole point was being able to to do and say what we want. But it's yeah, it, it does weigh. You, you you know until you get to the point of fuck me money, not fuck you money, then you have to like the aforementioned Burt Kreischer doesn't give a fuck because no one's gonna take away Burt. Burt still gonna fill out theaters with tens of thousands of people. And no one's gonna give two shits. Louis yeah. C.K. came back. They tried that with Louis C.K. He came. He's still. He's back. 
So, you know, yeah. some people when you when you build up that kind of that insane following, you're you're fine. You're you're damn near bulletproof. But yeah. when you're when you when you're below the Mendoza line, nope. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's not a lot of room for error at, at a certain point. Uh, yeah, I mean, they try to cancel Joe Rogan, what, every th- two, three months? And I think that actually just makes yeah. him more popular. Yeah, again, he makes $100 million a year. Who's canceling him? Yeah. No one. Yeah, well, it's, it, it is insane that I, I think they said he, he is the single – his episodes are the single most – watched viewed listened to things on the planet like all the time like you know it it, it's it's that's kind of crazy it's like well i'm i'm proud of of him as a as a podcaster i i i don't want 11 million people listening to every episode of my podcast though i would i would get in my own head so much like did i say something it's gonna make this whole thing crumble Yeah, I I want that. <laughs> that means I can I can retire if I'm gonna get 11 pe- million people listening to my podcast. Which, by the way, gutting the sacred cow, you can listen all 11 million of you on every single podcast <laughs> platform and YouTube. So give that a listen, give that a follow, give that a like, give that a, a whatever, uh, subscribe, and uh, when you like what you hear, give us a five star rating, two or three sentence review. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to hop on uh, YouTube. Do you, do you do? Uh, is it video on there? Yeah, there is. That's where the YouTube is. Yeah, you see our our smug faces making. You know, as we make comments <laughs> about films, and more importantly, as we uh, as we shit on critics who take themselves too seriously and just string words together for the sake of trying to sound smart, and as we make fun of them for doing that. Yeah. Well, that's. Isn't that movie critics like job description? Like just be a smug asshole who just uses fancy words. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 again, just to, you know, just to be that person at the party that they go, oh, okay, you know, a different word. That's great. I know what it means too, but come on. It's just the two of us. Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Yeah. It's here. It's, it, it, it's, uh, it's like Pete Davidson pulling his cock out. Right, like you, you, you know. I, I, we, I don't know. Let it. me hear that. Let me, let me, let me hear your logic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we, yeah, we get you no words. We get you out of it. It doesn't. Assuming Pete Davidson does, in fact, have a big dick. It's like we, we get it. It's, it's kind of like a pissing contest. Like, oh, you needed to use a multisyllabic word there just to be like, haha, I went to college. I mean, I did too, but again, yeah. when, when you read this stuff, you're like, ah, I don't buy this. And again, the the, the blowhardiness, you're like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I um, you know, the, the best, uh, actually, I don't have any contact info, but this guy would be a good guest on your podcast. I don't know if you're aware of this guy at all. The pitch meeting guy, uh, Ryan no. George, I think is his name on youtube don't know um i'll i'll shoot you a little but he does he does basically he he reviews i don't review is not the right word he he does the pitch meeting between the the writer and the movie studio for for a bunch of movies um Uh and a lot of times he 
I'll be honest, he's ruined a couple movies for me. <laughs> like because what? I'm like, um, he'll just point out the incredible, a lot of it's kind of the, that doesn't happen. Um, a lot of it's that, like the, the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World stuff, especially. I'm like, oh man, those movies were so dumb, but I liked them. But they're, I, I really don't want to think about them because this, they're, they're really stupid. <laughs> Like the whole everything's incoherent. Uh another Inception's another one that like did on I, this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I knew that Inception was on there. Uh I haven't listened to that episode because I love that movie, but it's all just so dumb as far as like they just make up this stuff and somehow Christopher Nolan just got you to be like, Oh, he's playing dramatic music. It must be real. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. I love Nolan out of the shoot. I love the prestige. I love Memento. Oh, yeah. I love the first two Batman movies. Dark Knight Rises takes a precipitous downward spiral, uh, downward fall. But man, goddamn, Inception I thought was good when I first saw it. Then I rewatched it again for the podcast. I go, oh, I don't know. Then Dunkirk was I mean, beautifully shot, but I was bored. And I yeah. hate and I hated Interstellar with a burning passion. And then the last one I I saw in the theater. I go. I walked out. I go. I I I like to think I'm above average intelligence. And I think I have enough proof saying so. But I walked out <laughs> going. I feel dumb. I went home and Googled what I missed to piece together that film. And I go. Yeah, I didn't miss anything. This is this this is shit. Yeah, Inter Interstellar is uh overrated. That thing just drag. I I feel like that was like a five hour movie, and I I know it wasn't. It right. sure as hell tried. <laughs> it it's I'm like, was it though? Maybe I don't <laughs> that's that's how yeah, yeah. No, I I uh I maybe he's just gone a little uh maybe he he's he's gotten too into what he thinks he is, and that's maybe affecting his I, I don't know. I don't know, because it you're right. When you say it kind of in progression, it's like yeah, he he's actually gotten worse as time's gone on. Uh, Kevin, the podcast, obviously, uh, I'll link it in the show notes. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, is there anywhere else, people? Well, I know there's other places. Tell my listeners uh, where they can find you. Guttingthesacredcow.com. That's where you can find the, a lot of stuff. You can find the, the T-shirts there, the hats, all that good stuff. Buy a coffee mug. What the hell? Gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com. If you want to advertise with us, that never hurt. Or just to say hi over at gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com. GTSC podcast on Twitter. That's where I do the majority of talking to the fans. I call it the herd. Get it? Cows herd. Waka, waka, <laughs> waka. Gutting the sacred cow podcast on TikTok and Instagram as they're stealing my personal information as we speak as well as on Facebook. So give that all that. And at Kevin Goatee on Twitter, K-E-V-I-N-G-O-O-T-E-E on the, the old twits and the old igs. So give that a shot. And again, give the podcast, pick a film, pick your favorite film. I, we've done over 180 episodes. I guarantee we've done at least three of your favorite films. And then pick three films that you hate and listen to those episodes. If I don't wow you with our comedic prowess, then shame on me but if i do wow you which i'm pretty sure i will with uh with some fun facts and jokes and all that good stuff and fun guests give us that five star rating two or three sentence review that's all i'm asking give that a shot 
I promise you'll like the way it works, the, the way it fits. That's the Men Warehouse slogan, not mine. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just snuck that right in there. You didn't even catch that. I promise you'll like the way it will look. I promise. Yeah. But yeah, Gutting the Sacred Cow, that's where you can find everything. And uh, man, thanks for having me, man. It was, it, was a, it was a good time hanging out with you tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, check out the podcast. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Jeff. Catch you later, buddy. That's it. That's all. Hope you had a ball. Thank you, Kevin, for joining me. Um, it was a fun time. Check out Gutting the Sacred Cow. Uh, folks, make sure you follow all of the social medias. Uh, Kevin's are in the show notes, and so are mine. And if you want to see what I looked like on the red carpet, I don't even know what I looked like yet because I'm recording this ahead of time. God willing, nothing bad happens in the next 20, less than 24 hours. Um, I'll just drink at home and record Dads and Drink Show episodes. That's my plan. No risk, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, excited for tomorrow, but you, you got to go on the socials. I'll definitely will be on Facebook, uh, some photos, and uh, I'll, I'll get them over to Twitter and Instagram as well maybe i'll maybe i'll try to record a youtube short i'm not gonna sh i'm not even sure if i'm gonna have my phone on me you know i don't i don't know how this thing goes this is a this is a new experience for me um but hey got a got a sold out movie premiere where i'm you know my name and face are on the movie poster in front of the cinema in the hometown i grew up in i mean you know it's not it's not inconsequential to me, so might be nothing to you, but it's not to me. It's something, uh, and I'm glad a lot of people. I've gotten a lot of uh, private messages and stuff from people who are uh, who make me feel very good, and uh, I appreciate it very much. And I think I respond to everyone, but uh, if I didn't, it's probably because you got caught in a spam filter. But, but uh, no, seriously, it uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, and by the way, next week's episode is going to be with Christian Adrianzen, who plays Anoop. So, you know, the movie's about four guys, and you've already heard from Quintari. You've already heard from Rod. Uh, and you've heard from Bree, who plays uh, Quintari's girlfriend in the film. Uh, Christian will join me next week. We recorded it prior to the premiere, obviously. Uh, but... I think my intro and outro, and then, you know, we just have a fun conversation that's probably less than 50% about the movie. Actually, probably way less than 50% about the movie. Uh, so uh, you will definitely enjoy that. And uh, boom, it's over. Thanks for listening. It was amazing. <laughs> I I loved it. Be sure to come back for another great episode. I'm one wing away from Jeff Macalino. Of the Jeff Macalino Podcast. How much time did you spend on thinking of the name of your podcast? You want to just straight, that's my name. I'll add the word podcast to it. Yep. See you next week. Mm -hmm.